Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! On this week's episode of the Nailed It Wall, we're going to be talking about the latest craze in video games, the game Ark. Maybe you know about it. Maybe your kids are obsessed with it. Maybe you're actually playing this. We're also going to talk about the future of esports at Sierra Verde. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode 29 of the Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. And I'm S. Squared. Bringing him back by popular demand. We have never had a two-time guest on the Nailed It Wall, but we're going to break that barrier with our first three-time repeat guest, S Squared. Now, we're bringing him on for a very special reason. Now, this past week was a big celebration for us. We're going to get into that, but we got to give the people what they want. They want more S Squared. It's kind of like cowbell. Now, (laughs) as we start start every episode off, we want to talk about how do you nail it this week. Take it away, S Squared. Uh, so my nail it was being able to get up for the boys basketball game in time. I was really excited about that. And, and what just, time was this? It was 10, I think we left. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, we had to leave. <laughs> but like, leave I, I'm never a late sleeper, but I, I just slept in, which was nice. And my failed it was getting raided on ARC. Nice. What, what does that mean? Or do you want to hold that for later? I think we should hold it. Okay, we're, we're going to hang on to that little tidbit for later. But There's make sure a, when you do that you talk about the how it ended up being a nail dip. I will. Yeah, because that's a really important part of that one. All right, Mrs. Schofield, take it away. Okay, so for my my nailed it um, in a good way, it's the first quarter that we've ever had all of the kids solve the Rubik's Cube, every single one of them. It was pretty awesome. We've always missed it by like one <clears throat> or two, mostly because of absences. And actually, um, someone came in late that the last day, and uh, so we ran out of time, but I had her come back in the day. because And other kids in that class were coming up to me um, during the rest of the day asking if she had come in to solve it yet so they were very much invested in this which is a really amazing thing so and i had two alumni come on friday and they went to go check to see if their pictures were still up on the wall and so i had a long discussion with uh, mrs romano actually about whether or not i will start fresh every year and typically i i tend to take some stuff down so it's a fresh start but i have to say i think i'm going to start keeping it because those girls I had left the pictures. That's all I had left up was the Rubik's Cube pictures, and that's what they wanted to see. And they were so proud that they had earned the right to be up there. And we have a lot of kids that come back. And so, you know, it may get a little crazy, but for right now, that's the way I'm leading. I know it's a, it's, it could be either way, but I know where you weigh in. because I, I, <laughs> I don't like it, but I respect it. Okay. Like, but I, this... you should have seen their faces because that when they solved the cube their year, it was a, it was a huge um, accomplishment. And so they felt great pride to earn that. And so it was cool. Anyway, um, and it's kind of like Twitter. If it's not up there, it didn't happen. And so they want to see that it's there. And so that was my nailed it. And then my failed it was, um, you know, for announcements, we do national days. And I really try and put a lot of time and effort into those. So like when we had our winter break, I went in and wrote out a list of all of them, I think through March, I think I told you, and uh, wrote them all out. And then like I'll bring in stuff and like talk talk to the anchors and say like, can you bring in this or whatever for these things? So like we kind of take them seriously, but I botched, I botched the national days last week and I got, 
I don't know, I'm off by a day or something. So we celebrated early. So kids were like, what do you mean you already, like, that's not right. I checked the national day. So kids are like looking at national days, which is so cool. And so I had to make a public apology on announcements saying that I had led them astray. They may have celebrated hugging day uh, awkwardly a day too early, which then just makes them look weird, you know? Overly huggy. The world needs more hugs, though. <laughs> That's what I was like. It should be two days. Hugs. That's right. So anyway, and then, well, maybe it was the uh, Squirrel Appreciation Day, too. You know, God knows what they did with that. But anyway, so that was, those were my celebrations and fails this week. Now, how many students are in your STEM class? There are 19, no, 20. There are 20 students in there. And um, yeah, the cool thing though was that last day I had someone come in to my class um, and so was talking to me and I typically will sit down and kind of walk kids through usually not telling them much but just saying like okay watch watch your cube and like making sure that they don't twist it because you know you change the orientation and everything is messed up with the algorithm so I had two girls that had just learned how to solve the cube that week and they had practiced 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 so much so that they coached the last um, five kids and and let, like led them to victory and I was completely blown away completely blown away because they just learned but then not only have they learned but then they can teach other kids how to do that which is what you're you know that's an amazing accomplishment in 10 days into the quarter which is yeah. even more impressive I know so it was it was a really tremendous um, experience and I really celebrated them a lot letting them know that this has never been done I've had that's always my goal that's always my intention um, but you know with absences and things that come up fire drills and whatever um, sometimes that kind of uh, gets away from us and so this was this is what I had always wanted it to be you had some great tweets this week so make sure you check those out yeah, on Twitter just seeing the smiles and those kids faces yeah. truly price priceless now I nailed it. I got two stories I want to share here. The first one, the STEM mobile. I feel like the STEM mobile should be interviewed on this podcast. <laughs> like, the STEM mobile comes up a lot. And the other day, my blinker went out, and I told you I was like, gotta... I was like, I was like, I think it's just when it's cold, like in the morning, because then later in the day it starts working, and you're like, you're like that can't be good. Like you're like, I think it's an electrical issue. And then so I went, I replaced my blinker. I had to do it while holding this like two hundred dollar. 200 pound door on my back because my struts oh my on the God. back won't hold up my lift, uh, my tailgate anymore. I'm going to replace those coming up. But then my nailed it was I watched this YouTube tutorial and taking apart a Volkswagen headlight is. It was like surgery. I basically took apart my whole front end of my car, like took the front off, took the side off, lifted panels up, and then I finally got this light to like be removed where you have to unscrew. Like no human could unscrew like without taking all these parts of, parts off. Unscrew the light to come out. I was so happy. I'm like, I'm going to replace this light. It's going to be great. And then the thing was like burnt to a crisp. I mean, it, even the guy was, was like, he's like, I've never seen anything like this. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I haven't either. So, <laughs> so I go back to AutoZone. I'm like, I'm like, is there anything I can do? And he's like, he's like, you take this to any guy. He's gonna tell you you have to rewire the whole thing. It's gonna be three thousand dollars. Oh my god. He's like, he showed me a, a YouTube tutorial, and he's like, you could do this. I was doing your favorite thing. I had to strip the wires. I was crimping these wires together, That's and so and awesome. I replaced. It's like a big makey makey project, and I was just so proud of it. The whole day I was just outside working on my car, uh, the STEM mobile. It's like Night Rider, and like. Uh, I have two headlights that work now, and it's just such a great feeling. 
wait, can you go back to Knight Rider? Tell me how your STEM mobile is like Knight Rider. Can we make it like Knight Rider is a better question because I think that is our next step to get your car to be able to express its feelings. I think it would have some stories. I think after I, re- after I rebuilt that, I think I think it has some stories to tell. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have to say I am incredibly proud of what you did because uh, how many times have you done these kinds of things? Not not many, right? This is kind of a – this takes it to a new level. Like you, you are good at jumping the battery, and that is – kudos to you because I don't know how to do that. You can change tires. But, like, this is a big deal. Like, this is a big deal. Electrical. electrical. Yeah, electrical can go so <laughs> wrong. My dad was not good with electrical of any kind, so, you know, kudos to you. So, you know, the power of YouTube and the fact yes. that people share these things and put those things out there, and it's free, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, they're getting paid, in a sense, with uh, advertisements and everything, but it was just uh, such an awesome moment to actually fix this light. So if you have a Volkswagen, you have a headlight out, do not take it to the dealership. I will help you out. I will be your <laughs> headlight man. For a small thing. Yeah, for a small thing. <laughs> we need donations. Uh, the other thing I want to celebrate, last week I talked about Donors Choose. We buried the hatchet. We're moving forward. We came together, and me and you put in our Donors Choose order on Sunday night. Thanks to the Fiesta Bowl and wishes for teachers. And then on Friday, almost everything had arrived. Yeah, we have crazy 10 fast. Nintendo Switches. We have headphones for the whole class. Uh, Mr. Galetti's looking into TV stands. We're thinking about getting some TV so we could have like TV, TV, smart board, smart board. We talked earlier in the year about our vision of bringing an esports club to life with Sam before we even got the wishes mm-hmm. for teachers. And Sam walked in this morning and he was giddy when he saw all those Nintendo Switches over there. He was just like so excited. We got the Mario Maker. We're going to be doing some Nintendo Labo. And we talked about these like top esports game so the club is like it's right there and we can't wait we start rubik's cube this week as well so that's gonna be like our next thing kind of leading into uh esports but the buzz among the kids the kids oh are just so gosh. excited about what we're doing and then tony was in here and we've just been bouncing ideas off and i just couldn't wait for all this stuff to get here because i was so giddy thinking about what we're gonna do with this in the classroom in our club for the state of arizona yeah and this past week in miami they had a big fetc conference Conference. I don't know what that stood for, but a big thing about it was uh, gaming and education and esports. And I felt like that was one of the big takeaways. And everything I saw from a chat was it's just not happening at the middle school level. Yeah. You know, it's a big thing in high schools, like where all these opportunities are there. And I'm just so excited that we're going to be like one of these first, these trailblazers to bring it to the middle school level and inspire other schools around the state, around the country to kind of. Uh, build off that model of what we're doing. I totally agree. And then, but when you say the buzz, I mean, it is like from, what grade are those boys? Is it? Sixth grade. Sixth grade, yeah. Uh, their enthusiasm, their excitement there. And then, you know, the eighth graders that I've told, and even when I was in our um, our PD on Friday, talking to Mr. Foote and Mrs. Anderson and um, Mr. Lyons about it and their enthusiasm and then Mrs. Anderson was talking about how she's been hearing about schools in Hawaii that are you know getting involved in that there was a huge arena for it there and I've seen I think we've seen that on Twitter and then Mr. Lyons just talking about how helpful that is for kids that like this is their this is their skill this is and even if it's not their skill like like as Rubik's Cube and any of those things anything can be your skill it's just whether or not you're willing to come in and give something new a shot and so the potential there is just uh it's through the roof. I'm so pumped. 
Yeah, so I've, I've been basically like floating all week, knowing yeah. like all these things had shipped, they're on their way, and now they're here. I've had some students like helping me. I didn't even know that you could get like these gamer controllers that kind of like the Xbox controllers for the Switch. And the kids are just so excited. And I didn't even know Super Smash Bros was a big esports game. And the kids were like losing their minds uh, with that. So it's just, it's an exciting time to be in education. Totally. It's an exciting time to be a kid. And it's an exciting time to be a Sierra Verde student. Like it's gonna be, <laughs> and like I said, like this is this is how kids learn. This is how they communicate. Yes. This is why they do these things. Now, with all that being said, we have our main man Sam. Now, we would not bring Sam on for no reason at all. He's here to talk about. Actually, we probably would. But yeah, we that's didn't. true. <laughs> He's pretty entertaining. He's here to talk about Ark. Now, give us a rundown. How do you spell Ark? A-R-K. A-R-K. All right. Now tell us, what is this game, Ark? So Ark is pretty much a survival game. It's very similar to Minecraft um, in the fact that it's like you start out with nothing. You have to build up, get better defenses and stuff like that to survive. But the premise is you, you're you in the prehistoric times, right? So you have to you, – there are these dinosaurs that you can tame and you can have. They can be your dinosaurs, but you, uh, some are, like, aggressive and want to attack you. And some are very nice and they're cool. Anyway, so it's... How do you know which ones are which? Um, You can figure it out. Process of elimination, you know, you go up to it and punch <laughs> it. Survival instincts. <laughs> no, you go up, you can go up to it and punch it. And if it runs away, then it's probably a, a passive tame. So. And what if it eats you? Uh, then you know not to touch that okay. <laughs> in the future. Right. <laughs> anyway, so it's very realistic. The graphics are just stunning, especially if you have a 4K TV. Um, which we do not. Which we do not, but we yeah. have, we could. Yeah. <laughs> we could. Uh. Um, but no, even without it, it's just the graphics are beautiful. They put so much ace or wild card, I think it's actually called, is the team that put it together. It's a really good game. I actually, I've played it for a long, well, a while now, almost a month. Um, I'm pretty good. That is pretty awesome. Now, how long has Ark been a thing among kids? Um, well, I didn't really know about it till Noah Almog kind of showed it to me. Name dropping. Yeah. Yeah. Love the Shout name drop. Shout out to Noah. Ooh, ooh. Um, anyway, he showed it to me, and I was like, this is addicting i literally couldn't put it down it was so much fun literally is true yeah. and then i came home and i was i said to you i was like i want to get arc it's literally the best game ever and so just from that day it just helped um grow into the thing that is now for me now the surprising thing is like usually you're you're on the cusp you know what's coming next like and i'm surprised like this arc kind of flew under your radar yeah i didn't i didn't even know about it i mean i watched this youtuber that did it, it didn't look really interesting to me but then i got into it and i'm like once you tame something good you like feel like so proud of yourself you're like oh my gosh i'm not gonna stop till i reach the top Right. So how do you tame something? Like, what goes into that? Okay, so you have meat. You can kill things to get meat. And you let meat spoil. Like, in real life, you know, meat can spoil. True. And then you have to pick these bushes for these things called narco berries. And pretty much narco berries keep animals knocked out. It makes them more drowsy, you could say, which is an another word for that is torpor in the game. It's to keep the torpor high. And that's how you tame them. 
and then you can combine them together to make this thing called narcotic. No, not drugs. Well, kind of. Um, so you then can make them into arrows and shoot them out of bows, crossbows, and then you shoot them, right? And then their torpidity goes up, which is their unconsciousness, and then once it gets to a certain point, they get knocked out. And then, from there, you put berries or fish meat or meat, whatever they eat, into them, and they'll slowly tame. Wow. How many people does it take, typically, to tame uh, one of these animals? Well, it depends which kind of tame you want. If it's big, you could, if it's a rex, like a T-Rex, you could probably do it with two people, or even one, if you had a trap. Um, Things like Argiventavises, which I will get into later. It's pretty (laughs) much a giant bird. Um, That's like an eagle. Um, It's cool. You need, I did it this morning. I tamed one. So I did it by myself. Uh, If you're experienced enough, you can do it with one person. So. Wow. Now, you've been raving ever since he's gotten this game. Like, you were sending me taxes. You're like, you would not believe this ARC game, That's the true. problem solving. Yeah. Like, you have not been able to stop talking about ARC. Yeah, I love it. And even just this morning um, when he was playing, because, you know, first thing, I did make, I did mandate a shower prior to yes. getting on the game. Unfortunately. Um, but so <laughs> I'm having him explain it to me. And there's so much strategy and, um, you know, like the things that you, so the doors, the gates that you found. Behemoth the, gates, yeah. The behemoth gates. And then <laughs> what's the platform thing that's like, has all kinds of stuff. It's like a place to spawn. It has weaponry. You've set up these automatic. Um, turrets. So, yeah. Is that the turrets? Turrets, yeah. So, oh. so if anything comes through, like comes to their gate, like he's got it. Pro- it's basically like the ring door, your yeah. security system. <laughs> so it takes out anything that comes there. So it's automatic. So he doesn't have to constantly monitor that. But all the strategy and then the team building with the people that he's playing with online and all of that is just really, really mind-blowing. Like, he showed me, I don't know, I was stood there for, what, maybe five minutes? Yeah. And already it was so much over my head that it's so much to process. But, and then, like, you started, obviously, at level zero, right? But yeah. now what level are you on? I'm a level 105, I believe. What do they go up to? Uh, 130 if you kill bosses, I thought, I thought Mrs. Do. Bonham said her husband was like 400-something. No, that's that's one of his tames. It's an Arjun Tavis. That's a, oh, yeah, see, and the vocab. I'm already blown away by the vocab here. And mm-hmm. uh, just like you got this over break, correct? Yeah. So you got this over break. You were gone for a chunk of break. Yeah. And then you just went all in. I love mm-hmm. the story you shared last week where um, you didn't pay attention to it for a day and you kind of lost everything. Yeah. Now, what – now, does Microsoft own Arc? Because it has a very Minecraft kind of feel. It looks almost like identical. Like I just saw that one little clip of you playing uh, to to the Minecraft platform. Yeah, it doesn't. Microsoft doesn't own it, but it's definitely the main platform that people play on. Um, I don't actually know if you can get it on any other platform besides PC. Um, but it's definitely uh, it's owned by a company called Wildcard. Um, it's really cool. And you're playing on the Xbox, correct? Yes, I am. All right, so you're playing on the Xbox. It's not owned by Minecraft. I thought it was. Part, I thought it was like a mod of Minecraft no. that kind of went in there. So um, tell him. So he just said something that kind of segues into what you and I were talking about today. So your your really big moment where you lost everything, right? Okay. So that was devastating. So tell us a little bit from your perspective, and then tell us what's come of that. Okay, so 
I'm gonna tell you the we've actually had devastating wipes twice. <laughs> twice. Um, the first this time. Less, this is less than a month, people. Yeah. Less yeah. than a month. Um, so the first time, uh, we played on a legit server. It's uh, an official server by Arc, like Arc admins, the people who own it, like made it. So. Can you first tell us about this, like, whole servers for people listening? Yeah, like, so servers... How do, how, how do servers work, and what are they? So servers are, like, different maps, different days, so you can be on a different day progression. Like, day one, everything's brand new. Maybe the admins are just trying to test out the server, see if it works, see if it brings in people. You can have a max amount of people in a server. Most is 20. And you can host a server. I think it costs a little bit of money. But it, I'd say it's worth it because then you get admin commands and you can spawn in creatures in creative. Um, so servers are like different worlds pretty much that you can join. There's so many different ones. And you can do official, which is, again, by owned by Arc, or unofficial, which is what I play on, which can be a little bit boosted. Which, by the way, the term boosted means you get levels faster. And so we play on, uh, I think, 20 times boosted server which means you get 20 times everything 20 times the e exp 20 times the harvesting 20 what, times why the would level. anyone choose not to be on a boosted one if like what's the drawback what are you giving up in that scenario you're giving up like the sense of you did this all like without that boosted oh. harvesting like you didn't it's way harder to tame a rex on an official server it takes so many more tranquilizer darts so many more resources and it's way harder because um, you can't find higher levels. Uh, where as boosted, you get more dinosaurs. You can get you can knock out dinosaurs more easily, but you don't have that as big of a sense as you like. I tamed that by myself on an official server. I wouldn't call it cheating. Just Definitely giving yourself not. an Just advantage. A little can bit you go advantage. from one one world to another? So like could you be working on this, but then you could pop into your other server? Yes, yeah, and yeah. Your yeah, levels totally. will transfer and everything. Uh you can you can transfer your levels and your character. Um, but you have to go you have to do this entire process. I just start off fresh, so I have a few servers that I play on. But so yeah, that's so pretty then, much it. So for tell servers. us about what you were so you were on this one. Okay, yeah. So I was on an official server. And we just tamed a Rex, right? Um, so we had a T-Rex. It was like our baby. We didn't have, we weren't high enough level for a saddle yet. Um, so we just had it kill stuff, and that's how we were. And then we moved to this island, and the next day, everything was dead. Everything, all the hard work that we worked on so very hard, it was all dead. So, um, how'd you feel in that moment? Yeah, that was like the worst moment ever because it's an <laughs> official server, so you can't really get that stuff back easily. So that's when I decided to transfer servers. Yeah, so then tell us about that. Okay, so, well, first of all, you had some mutinies, right? Yes, um, mutinies well, that are now Tell us how many people resolved. are on your server now. Uh, we have about six or seven kids that come on different at different times, but we've only had four people on this time, on this new server. The, we call them four OGs, originals. So, um, yeah, we got Evan, uh, we have me, and then we have Gavin and Mason, and sometimes Alex, still on. So, yeah, we play on this server, and it's fun. It's way better than our other servers. So um, then, so what happened? So why so, is this? So 
you had this devastation. Okay. The, do you want me to talk about the second one? Yeah. Okay. And so, then, like, why you went this route. All right. So the second one, we played on this other server that was a little bit boosted, like, five times, which is pretty much official server, except not you understand that i'm following i'm following <laughs> and so we had four t-rexes we had like five brontosauruses uh which are those mountain things um we had a bunch of dinosaurs i had a crocodile which is actually i think still alive somewhere <laughs> I, I mean I, crocodile is floating around it, it was my og baby Okay, anyway, so continue on. Anyway, <laughs> so... His eyes got, got glassed over. He got um, completely wiped again. And I was like, someone figured out our spawn location. That's fine. We just have to move somewhere else. Because once someone finds out your spawn location and you get back to that point, you're just... They're going to kill all your dinos again. So, so we decided... Like pack up and move? Move to another it's like, server. It's like Oregon Trail. Oh, so you had, to leave the, you had to leave the server? Well, we decided to leave one because we are like, there's no way we're in a... So, start again so once you're in the server so i know you got like your little crew here yeah so you're in the server so me and mrs Schofield, if we could we join this server yeah and then like start building and come attack you so there's other people like um, creating civilizations on this one server or is it like private yeah. That's so what I'm it, trying to figure it out. is uh, there are private servers that you need like passcodes to get in but we play on a public server but the special thing about this one we specifically p- uh picked this one because this there's something called no offline raiding, which is pretty much you can't do damage to any people's dinosaurs or structures without them being online. So you can't offline raid people. That's how we lost all of our stuff. So pretty much if you want to log out in the middle of a raid, they can't do anything to you. So that's really good because then we can build up our defenses and then online raid someone because some if you're good at the game you're not going to log out right when you're being attacked because it's kind of a scummy thing to do in arc um but that was like how you you so you learned something huge and made a different choice just because of the being raided themselves and losing everything so he said it ended up not being a failed it because it was actually one of my biggest learning moments because we were like all right let's start new and then it feels so good now to have this big metal base it's um we have an rg okay so an argeventavis let me just explain this is he's he's getting giddy you should see his smile right now Uh, nicknamed rg um it's one of the fan favorites of arc um it's pretty much just a eagle on steroids that's all i can explain it um it's awesome i love it i'm a he's getting emotional Uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyway so we also what you were saying we have this platform which is actually brontosaurus platform which you can make it's a saddle but it's also a platform that you can like build a base on top of so you can move and you can respawn on top of your dinosaur which is really cool and you're it's like a base it's a mobile base so you can make this mobile base and we have four different weapons on it just because we're going to do this thing to drive by pretty much you know like let's for example like you could whack people's mailboxes with the bat like that kind of <laughs> stuff like a drive-by so you, we can go past their base and like shoot we have a catapult that shoots metal yeah, spiked cool. rocks we have a mini gun turret that you can just sit in and just spam as many bullets as you want um we have an automatic turret which is awesome it's like it's the thing that does it's pretty much aimbot which is 
hacking. It always hits the targets. And we have a ballista. Not a barista. <laughs> a ballista. I think you went wrong there. I would have gone with a barista. <laughs> so the barista. Ballista. Um, yes, yes, I know. Ballista <laughs> shoots spear bolts and it, like, they're these little harpoon shaped things. Um, and then you can also shoot chain bolas, which are like these thing that things that clipped on get clipped on your guys's ankles so you can't move so, so we, how do you leave the base then and go to look for dinosaurs or do dinosaurs yeah. come to you and so, how do you know what you're looking for you're over time once you get more familiar with the map because you have a map you can pull out a map and look at the different areas different areas different dinosaurs spawn so like rgs only spawn at one area jungle they like spawn in the highlands of the so jungle do you see area. Why I like this game. This is insane. And so you have to go. You have to sometimes fly across the map to look for a dinosaur. Like a wyvern is pretty much just a dragon. Uh, you can have gas, fire, ice, lightning is my favorite. You shoot lightning out of your mouth. That's insane. Uh, it's called the Wyron's butt crack, where you can tame one of these things. Wow. It's, yes, it's an actual official term. The Wyron's butt we, crack. We would not expect anything less from you. <laughs> And oh so it's, I think, a little bit right of us. So we can tame one of those whenever you want. It's pretty much this entire, like, canyon filled with um, little nests of baby wyrens, eggs. So you can hatch them and feed them milk by killing um, mama wyrens or female wyrens. So anyway, that's the next thing we want to tame because they're absolutely Wait, insane. So how do, do you tame all dinosaurs with the same method or no. does each one Heck require no. something um, different titan boas which are snakes they take large dinosaur eggs to tame um some take you have to feed them so they're passive tames you don't even knock them out some you have to knock out which is normal and some you let me think you have to nurture so like a reaper queen it they um give you this egg after you kill them and so you have to hatch the babies and then imprint them so they become yours and they're not going to turn on you and kill you that's the same with the wiring so it's different wow now i love your mom shared that bad mom story uh from break and how upset you got now the second time you're wiped out was it to the same level or were no. you were you were you ready for this like i was ready because i was i knew it was going to happen eventually we knew that this alpha tribe was completely insane they had like 18 wyrens um so we just got you know we wiped we got wiped and that's a part of the game you know now you just figure out what you're going to do different next time and it's a learning curve now, so basically, you're just kind of like the the ultimate zookeeper, right? How do you get these things to get along? Like you have a T Rex, you um, have you have these like things. Well, like how how can they coexist? I'm not really sure about that. It just kind of happens, you know. If you tame a T Rex and I don't know a dodo, which is like yes, a dodo, the things that went extinct. I love the dodo bird. They're they're passive tames, and they're T Rex's favorite snack. Um, if you have one of a T-Rex and a Dodo, they just, if you have them both tamed, they'll just kind of like coexist, you know? 
But so do you research this? Like, how do you no, know? No, it's just like, to... it's natural. Like, if you tame two things, they're both yours. They're not going to attack no, each other. No, but how do you know how to tame one compared to the other? Uh, well, you have to look it up sometimes. Mm. That's how I figured out most of the stuff or have someone else tell you. And then for, so like, if you're the one that tames something, is it tame for everyone in your group? In your tribe, but you can have alliances, which are like two tribes coexisting. And you can't ride their dinosaurs, and they can't ride your dinosaurs. So in your tribe, though, if you tame a dinosaur, it's a, your tribe's dinosaur. So anybody in your tribe can go out and use it whenever your tribe leader approves it. Which is nice, being a tribe leader. That's nice. Are you the tribe leader? I am. I've never not been a tribe leader. Wow. Wow. Leadership. Leadership yes. qualities right yes. here. And I like that you're a tribe leader, like just being fairly new to the game and you kind of got your like crew here together. Yeah. Now share the story. Your mom shared the story where her and Ella heard uh, where there was a mutiny among your uh, there was a mutiny among your people and you were you were like walking down the base like you were, so walk us give us a play by play what happened what came to this was there some uh, were they not happy with the tribe leader is it, does this um, all fall on you no so what happened was someone I'm not gonna say names in this um, someone joined our party in the party leader like in xbox you can kick people if it's your party um so the person that was the party leader kicked this person that just joined even though he just wanted to come and see our base because he gave us a new base and i was trying to talk to him but then this person kicked him right away that means kicked him out right kicked him out of the the party and then um apparently the tribe leader i don't think i was actually the tribe leader back then Someone kicked him from the tribe, so that means all of our dinos will aggro on him, so that's not good for him or us, because then now he's going to start retaliating. Stop. Yes. What does aggro mean? Aggro, aggressive. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, that's a... Totes of briefs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) LOL. So, we decided to move. We moved everything to this metal base. The guy was not happy. No, very not happy. So he blew up our base, took everything. Your old base or your new one? Our new one. Yeah. He blew it up with C4, took everything, brought it back to his base, and then he got raided by someone else. And now someone else has all of our loot. Now, so you've lost everything, but have you all come back together? We have, actually. The kid who started the mutiny is now in my tribe, Evan. All right, so we're, we're back together. I love how we can have this roller coaster of emotions. Like, yeah. where you got to lock things down, like you're going at it, someone turns on you, and then you're you're back together. Yeah, we realized it wasn't actually our um, my fault. The He thought it was my fault, but then we realized that someone else decided to well, I make do interesting like choices. You, you guys have to, you have to figure out how to get along yeah. and to deal with setbacks and all of that and you're hoping that everyone in your tribe is all on the same page and we're gonna have arguments you know if not everyone's gonna understand the same thing and you're gonna have to something that i learned very hard way is not everyone in your tribe is gonna do stuff for you even though you're trying to help the better of the tribe like let's say you need resources to help finish your base design that's like really important like honeycombing yes honeycombing let me give you this term real quickly, is, uh, I think, a hexagon shape. 
That sounds and, right. And um, it's you honeycomb your walls to make them more protected. So if someone C4s your base, they get through the first layer and they're like six more. So they just eventually leave after a certain amount of time of getting bored. So that's like, let's say you need a honeycomb and you need more metals. Not everyone's going to get that for you. You have to go get it yourself. So that's why you have to tame birds and land animals to travel faster. I love being in the other room. Ella and I just crack up. It's not funny. One of the things that I love is he's like, drop me here, drop me here, put me down, put me down. So I'm like, who is carrying him around? Yeah, so you can carry people with certain birds. And that, like, but, um, you know, the mom in me comes out a lot where boys playing games sometimes they talk like you know they don't aggressively yeah I don't want to say rudely but I know it's not meant to be rude but I feel like it's not the kindest way um they get a little bit frustrated so then we have a lot of talks about like you know talk nicely to your teammates like be more positive be more encouraging don't be so harsh and so you know I think you get your your adrenaline's you know coursing through your veins and you're really into it um, and Sam does get very, yeah, very I, into it. I am very, I get angry easily in ARC. True it's story. It's very yeah, yeah. upsetting. Like, let's say we were trying to tame this big chicken pretty much. It's a, called a Therensosaurus. It's... Are these real dinosaurs? Yes. These, real dinosaurs? these are accurate dinosaurs. Um, they're oh. giant. They're like the size of a T-Rex, and they have big, giant claws that just hang here. They are herbivores. So they eat berries, but they are naturally aggressive, which kind of makes me skeptical. I'm like, how, <laughs> how is that possible if they're herbivores, so they don't naturally eat meat, but they attack you without you attacking them. So anyway. Well, vegetarians can be aggressive people, so, you know, <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. So anyway, we tame me. Wait. What were we just talking about? I just lost my train of thought. I was talking about how you get angry. Easily. Yes, that is the one. Um, so <laughs> anyway, um, we tamed one, and then someone in our tribe decided to uh, send it into a battle before we even had a saddle for it, so we couldn't like take control of That's it and battle it. And you know, we lost it, and it was like we can we couldn't tame another one at that point. And it was like, man, you just killed the thing that took so long to tame. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so there's a lot of mistakes. Yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of growth, like, in, in many ways. Now, how are you communicating when you're playing? Does everyone have headsets? Um, Do you speak through the TV? How, yeah, how does we, this work? We have headsets. Um, you, Everybody that I've played with has a headset. I've never had a problem with headsets in a party. We just talk in an Xbox party. It's really great communication. Props to Xbox for that one. And the thing I love, too, is, like, you're not playing with, like, strangers online. These are, no. like, all kids mm-hmm. in your grade level. These are, like, your friends. Mm-hmm. Now, when you come to school, are you, you go to lunch and are you talking about yes. art? Yes. Uh, so. That's all I think about during the day. <laughs> Which, I'm like, when I get home, teacher, I gotta say, I don't how, love much, that how much time can I play on the Xbox with getting my homework done as well? Because, yes, I am a good student. You are a good student. Now, do you have to earn your Xbox time? Like, how no, does this work? that's why. I, well, I mean, sometimes you I will do. have to. We try and compromise. Yeah. I'm not a great mom, and the fact I never really set up chores, but, you know. No, you um, make me do some stuff. Yeah, so I'll day. usually have him trade off some things that he needs to And I'm usually good at that. Accomplish, yeah. Pretty good at um, that. And like I said to you this morning, I only asked, had to ask him twice to get in the shower, and twice is actually, it could be a record. Uh, it's hard to break away. It's yeah, hard to break it away. Because it, it's addicting. Because imagine, much. like, being in the middle of a Rocket League game. Like, 
it, you're always in the middle of it. You're not like at the end as much. So he'll always say, let me just finish this. And I'm like, it's like a football game. Like, yeah. let's finish me. Like One thing that I will say is battle royale games like Fortnite and stuff I used to play. Like there is no set time to the end. But one thing I love about Ark is like you can say, all right, I'll be off in five minutes. I'll be done then. Because then you can give it a set time. And then you're not going to get in trouble in five minutes when you're saying, oh, my game's not done. Arc is just you get off whenever you want. Really? Because this is interesting information to me. Yeah, I know. But sometimes <laughs> you have to like, you're in like the middle of a big fight between alpha tribes. Like you're trying to take over an alpha tribe so you can't get off then. Just imagine like if you could virtually see me and it's like your mom's in the game. It's like, come on. And you're like fighting in the battle and you just got this mom on the fringe, you know. Yeah. So. Like how it ruins your, yeah, your yeah. street cred. But yeah. Now, how long can one of these battles go with these alpha tribes? Uh, Well, I've only fought an alpha tribe once and that was on the old server I played on and that was... Um, they were offline, so I didn't really fight the Alpha Tribe, but you can go head-to-head, um, with Alpha Tribes. They can bring their best dinosaurs, and you can bring your best dinosaurs, and you kind of, like, face off for Alpha. And one thing I like about these duels, I don't think you've ever heard about, about these, mm-hmm. um, so you can, you get all their loot if you win. It's kind of like double or it's nothing. Like pinks. Yeah, pinks so. Loves. We, we, we your car. <laughs> instead of doing that, we just decided to completely raid them. And wow. so we tried, um, but they live on this remote island with turrets surrounding it. Like, we're talking hundreds of turrets. <laughs> like, well, hundreds. Well, well done by them. <laughs> um, and so we sent two of our uh, best health dinosaurs. So you can upgrade health. You can upgrade stamina, which makes them run. You can upgrade oxygen, which makes them able to swim underwater and stuff like that. Um, so we maxed them out on health. They had, like, 200,000 health which is an absurd amount of health. And we sent them in against two turrets, and they killed both of our dinosaurs, which was like uh, 500,000 worth of health in like 10 seconds. So we're like, nope, we're not going to attack this tribe, actually. We're done. <laughs> you know, like, but when You're I, like, retreat, yeah. retreat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, run away. <laughs> run plan away. B, plan B. <laughs> you know, when I hear this, and like when you and I go back and forth about like, is going into the esports world and like how pumped we are choosing the right games and like knowing what's school appropriate and what is on a level like um challenge wise i hear this and i can imagine being in a game with this you know like i can imagine a team taking on another school in this and i'm like you know the more i hear about this the more i think like this is amazing like so much strategy so much you have to pay attention to you can actually do pvp there are pvp servers just for like battle royale so you go out there you have a kit you have like flak armor which is like the best armor in the game and uh, you have to tame dinosaurs and go to the circle as a ring closes behind you. And you have to face off your dinosaurs in, against, like, multiple people. Some people bring rexes as, like, attack animals. Or sometimes people bring brontos um, so as, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, brontosauruses for like, health <laughs> tanks. Um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. You jumped and, in. Yeah. Uh, I'm, now, my one thing, I've loved, like, your stories, like, where you're talking about the conversations and how much you and Ella get out of it, and I'm like, you need to record these, and like you're, you're like, I have to. I just need to do a live stream, and it's just so cool, kind of like, for you as a parent to recognize this yeah. and how powerful this game is and the levels of these kids do, but then, like, the mom comes out of you and the teacher comes out of you, like, how they're talking, 
and just the things that you've learned and you've grown and you've failed and it's uh, such a cool thing. Totally. Now the thing I've loved like the last week was you know FPS is like the first person shooter games. You know yeah. we've made a conscious choice to stay clear away from yeah. those yeah. wherever we go um, with our esports game. I mean I know the high schools do that a lot, but um, that's something we're not going to do. Um, mm-hmm. That's me. Me and you decided that. Yeah. But the cool thing is like whenever we've talked about the esports, no one has been griping about like yeah. you know Fortnite or these no. League of yeah. Legends. I don't even know what they are. Uh, these first person shooter games like a Arcus. student Arcus. Uh, Alex the other day Alex was like, Alex. oh, if we had Ark, that would be so cool because you were talking about how much Sam loves Ark. No, yeah. That and these awesome. kids, they, they, they just love these games and yeah. they're, they're thinking and you know, the soft skills, like right here, like these are skills that like, you know, a lot of these kids won't get from a college education about how to work together totally. and communicate yeah. and problem solve and persevere. Well, it's so in line with like everything we love about Minecraft. Yeah. It's very, very similar in that respect too. Um, and what I, w- I know what the question was that I was going to ask you is, yes. so when you're in a tribe, everybody's contributing like you're all in there but you can all be doing your own thing and be doing something for the good of the the group right which is such a cool thing you know like I just I love that part of it Uh uh-huh and also like something that I love about ARK is it's similar to Minecraft yes there's a little bit of violence you can there is violence involved but and that's similar to Minecraft you know you have to fight creepers and stuff like that and it's not not violent in any way and that's one thing I like about Ark. Like, it's a little bit violent, but it's not nothing like FPSs or whatever. Well, you're not being, it's not aggressive. Yeah, I think it's that's not aggressive. It's like you're not strategy. shooting people. You're shooting yeah. dinosaurs to try to get them on your side mm-hmm. so you can be better at the game. And that's something I love about it. Now, my next question here is I'm trying to, like, you know, I've been trying to process this whole mm-hmm. Ark phenomenon. I love how passionate you are. I love, like, when you're in school, you're thinking about it. When you're with your friends at school, you're talking about these things. Like, it just, like, I, I feel like this is just, like, blown up. Mm-hmm. And I, I've never heard about ARC until you you told me about it um, a couple weeks ago. Now, as I'm trying to, like, process the vocab A, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you just, like, dropped on everybody. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I have because I'm trying to wrap my mind around all these words. And these. I'm like, is that a dinosaur? I don't even know. Should I know this dinosaur? <laughs> now, once you go on this adventure, you fly around, you taint, you trank the dinosaur. Yes, trank. How do you get the dinosaur back to your base? Okay, so there's this thing called a cryopod. Yes, a cryopod. Um, Great vocab. Yeah. So a cryopod, I don't actually know what the root of it means, but like cryopod is this little pod that you have and it's blue and you have to go to these flying things in the sky where you can put your information is in to transfer your character to another world. That's where you have to go to make them. And you need like oil, electronics, stuff like that to go make them. And you make them and they're these little blue things and you just hold it on your dinosaur and you can pick them up in this pod and so you can carry them for like a 20th or a hundredth of their weight in the actual game and so you can just take a pteranodon to where you are um pick them up with the cryopod bring them back to base throw them out and he's there he's at your base Wow. All right. I, I process. Thank you for clearing that yes. up because I, I was trying to like yeah. wrap my, my head around that. Now, as we, this has been like such an exciting week for us, you know, with the, the switches coming in finally, totally. uh, settling the beef between myself and donors choose and, you know, working with the district, Mr. Galetti and just our vision of esports clubs. 
Now, I had no clue of how many games are like being played as esports around the world, you know, yeah. and like I feel like everyone has like their little niche niche um, of what they want to do, what what okay, they want to bring to the table. And so many kids have been putting in their opinions of like, you know, like if you do this, there should be like multiple games and we still haven't like figured out what we're going to do. Yeah. And it's, it's been cool to have that conversation with kids. And, you know, we w- what we do, we want everything to be, you know, driven by the students, for the students, by the students. Did I say by the students already? I think yeah. I did. That was smooth. Okay. All right. Good, Sam yeah. says it's Graceful. smooth. Now, Sam, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I'm going to ask, I'm going to say these are the top 100 esports games that paid out uh, over the last year. Okay. And I just want you to tell me if you know this game, yes or no. Okay. All right. Dota 2. I've heard of it. Counter-Strike. I have heard of it. Fortnite. <laughs> I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> League of Legends. Yes. 100%. StarCraft 2. Mm-hmm. Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. That's, um, I think, yes, I PUBG. That's the word. Okay. I've just learned something. Yeah. Overwatch. Yes. Hearthstone. Yes. Heroes of the Storm. Yes. Arena of Valor. Yes. Smite. No. Starcraft. Yes. Rainbow Six Siege. Yes, that's a big one. Rocket League. Yes. Call of Duty Black Ops. Another big one. Halo. Yep. Warcraft. Yep. Uh, Crossfire. Yep. And FIFA. Yes. So those are like the biggest like esports games, and I, I'm blown away by uh, how much you knew there. Now, Mrs. Schofield, of those games, how many do you think? I just listed 20. How many did you know? Uh, maybe five. I think and that's the same thing. I, yeah. I feel like I kind of know things. I, I know I'm out of the loop, but I'm just blown away by how many games there are kind of like in this avenue available for kids. Well, now, a lot of those. Oh, you with your parenting, I bet if you read that to Ryan, he's probably heard of those. Yeah. I'm wondering. How do you know these games? Like we don't, you don't play them. How in the world are the kids knowing this? Yeah, you told Ryan that Sam got art. He like, goes around, man. And- yeah, but Ryan is a first grader, and he knew exactly. And not only did he know it, but he said, "That's the one with the dinosaurs." That's what he said to us. And now we were like, "Yes, that is insane." Like it's their world. So I'm sorry well, I cut you off, but yeah, go ahead, finish what you were saying. Uh, I lost my train of thought. So sorry. But it's you know, it's an exciting time. To be in education, which I can't wait. Now, so many. we're very appreciative. I mean, everyone listening, I was blown away. Uh, uh, we encourage you to check out ARC, download ARC now. Is it a digital copy? Yeah, like, so unfortunately, you guys have missed the deadline for the $15 version of oh, ARC. Oh, no. What has it gone um, up to? It's gone up to like 30 bucks. It's oh, still man. dirt cheap for Xbox digital game. You and can those get graphics. It. Yeah, and you can get it hard copy, but just know. You should get Aberration or Scorched Earth or Valgaro, which are three different variants of the worlds that you have to buy that I'm going to try out today. Now, you have not purchased these, correct? No, but I will be. Today's your birthday, is that correct? Yes. All right, you are officially a teenager. You are 13 years old. We are so thankful that you took some time out of your birthday to drop some knowledge about ARC. My pleasure. Now, how does it feel being a teenager? I feel like it's another day, another day <laughs> in another my day. life. Another day with cake. Now, yeah. yeah. Now, these three things sure. that you want to purchase, what do they do for the game? Tell um, us that. So, they're different worlds. So, you have Scorched Earth is obviously like a desert. Now, and I'm going to stop you there. Yes. 
Now, if you purchase this, can your whole crew go onto this world or no? No, unfortunately not. That would be awesome. They should do that. Um, Valdergo. That's a lot of money. Like, cause you get like seven kids yeah. to like, you know. And yeah. how much do each of these worlds cost? Um, I think as a bundle. I think you are only allowed to buy them as a bundle, and I think it's like twenty bucks. And you were so excited today. Yeah, Before we even so started excited. the pod, I had to tell you to focus. Like, yeah. you're yeah. like, you're like, I just got to get home. I'm going to buy these yeah. in this bundle. <laughs> so and like, he, again, it's like him talking about his uh, baby T-Rex. It like, is. You see he, he's, got, he's got a little glow to him. Yeah. Yeah. Baby giraffe. All right, go on. Sorry, I cut anyway, you off. Anyway, so Valdergo is, um, it's this really nice, it's beautiful. It's got um, a lake running in the middle. It's got these beautiful, like, plateaus. It's it's like white sandstone almost. And then you got grass. It's really cool. It's like um, it's a more cool version of the reg- regular one called Ragnarok. Um, and then you have what was the last one? I forgot. What did I say? Scorched Earth. Aber. Aberration. Yes. Aberration is like ruins of like tech cities. I'm not really sure about the background of this. That would be cool. Well, I, I, want, cool. I want to know more about it. Yeah, like, and so they're really it's like, good. Like kind of like Wally, like yeah, where the tech imploded. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, and you can find these really weird dinosaurs called, um, I think they're hacked dinosaurs, and so the back or a portion of them are covered in this purple glowing uh, inside of them, and then it's got this black um, skeleton. It's really cool. They so that's what I was going to ask you. So what's the, the what's the benefit of being in these different worlds? Is it because there's extra dinosaurs that you yeah, can Yeah, extra dinosaurs. Or is it just like being on and vacation? Also, so it's pretty yeah, like being on vacation. So and you get to visual. do something. Like there are other servers just for Valdergo, um, Aberration, and Scorched Earth for like, like modded VIP areas. Class. Yeah, so it's like. It's like, you know, how I used to play Roblox a long time ago. Like, you can Not get these. Ago, like, folks. Actually, yes, it was. It was two and a half, two years ago. Yeah. Uh, no, wait, three years ago. Yeah. Anyway, so you can, there are these different uh, boosted worlds. So it's cool. Um, and like, as I said, Roblox, you have to buy some, some games to get in them, like, Block City or something? Blocksburg. Yeah, Blocks, Blocksburg. I know this. Yeah. So I just had to purchase that. Oh, yikes. Yeah, it's a juicy yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the, and the cool thing is, like, you're 13 now. I've known you since you are in third grade. You're in seventh grade right now. Mm-hmm. You're basically, like, the, the third member of this podcast. I mean, we, <laughs> we should start putting your picture up on our, on our podcast artwork there. It's just so awesome for you to kind of come on and share that. And it's been cool for my kids to kind of – follow in like your like video game journey like mm-hmm. at first they could play minecraft mm-hmm. then i didn't allow them to play roblox and, you know, and then you were like big in the roblox and they would just sit there and they would watch you play yeah. roblox and mm-hmm. you would teach them things and then and then um you know then uh i'm trying to think what's next but yeah so i mean arc i think arc is that next thing and it's just cool that dinosaurs in this conversation well, rocket league you know and that's something that ryan and z both have been starting to get into and you know I, yeah. I just it's crazy but i love though i love that it's a seventh grader and that your kids are younger and they still have access and a foot in and they start like younger and younger like mm-hmm. You know, it's it's crazy. just this universal thing, and like it's funny how Fortnite just kind of took over the world. Mm-hmm. Like kids are just obsessed with Fortnite. It's like gone. maybe the same way, like you're the arc. They would come to school just thinking about different things, mm-hmm. like to play that game and well, kind of go back. Yeah. So, well, uh, something about arc that you can't get with 
Fortnite and stuff is like Fortnite. It's one thing that you do, right? And it's just over and over. So that's one thing Sounds I think. Just, yeah, I think that's just how it got. Like it's gone now because you did the same thing over and over, and it's super Has Fortnite repetitive. Fortnite been canceled, as the kids would say. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it came back in a different form. It kind of blew up again, and then it just died again. They're trying really hard to get it back in to where it was. Anyway, so now ARC, you have different objectives for a certain day. Like, I talk to my tribe mates all the time at school, and I'm like, all right, tonight we have to tame this, this, and then upgrade this at the base. That's pretty much what we do. And we tell each other if we're going to be on the, that night to, so we can edit our plans and edit our, our objectives. And just stuff like Sounds that. Sounds like a lesson plan. I yeah, feel kinda. like an internal battle because yeah. part of me is like, I so want him to like be on this constantly because of that, like what he just said. And then the other part of me is like, you want them to see sunshine and, you know, you know whatever. Now it's 11 o'clock. Now, if you had nothing, today's a big day for you. Yeah. 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yes. How long could you play ARC in one sitting? Be honest. <laughs> Okay, well, um, if I was home right now, I could play all the way till 12 a.m. tomorrow. Wow. From right now, sure. without any, I could have played from 12 a.m. to 12 a.m. Wow. I right. can play for longer than that. I, I can do that in sittings. Like, it's just so addictive, and you can't stop sometimes, because you're like, you, I got, I did like six hours yesterday, and I was like, we got so much done, so much done. We built from nothing to like a giant metal base now. And we have a few good uh, I think you need more turrets. More yeah, turrets. That's like, my, that's what, my what next I've learned, thing today. Invest in turrets. Now, <laughs> invest in turrets. It's, it's your birthday today. Now you're going to your first escape room. What, no. what escape room are you doing? So it's called like Pipeworks or something. I don't really know the background of it except that there's this gas that leaked and you have to like kind of solve what happened. And it should be fun. Ella's going, my sister. And then Ella's and so friend. sweet to include yeah. your sister and us. Yeah. Dude, well, it's they're sweet, smart. They're, I was going to say it's strategy. So, right yes. Arc, strategy. Our, our heart goes yeah. into the real and world. Because those girls are going to be huge. May May. Um, and myself, May May is Mason Romano. He's awesome. Awesome. And Alex Stallone, which is also another big brain component. All right. Well, how confident are you feeling, though? I think we can get out of there. It's only a two out of five on the hardness scale, so I think we can get out of there with like ten minutes to spare. Okay. Ooh, you heard All it right. We'll let you know. He listeners. set the objective. He set his goal. We're gonna find out next time. Now, I heard a rumor that you're not allowing your your mom and your dad into the escape room. Is that I, true? I yes. Now. But like, oh. you, I want you to do it. We're trying to. We'll probably have to do one parent because yeah. Noah. Sick. Noah, and we already paid for him. So um, we're kind of just seeing. I uh, here's the thing. Escape rooms are the best. They are. I do love them, them. but I feel like (laughs) you're going to experience it today, my man. We'll see. We're we're that's yet to be determined. Well, I hope you have an amazing birthday. Again, we are always blown away by your knowledge, the things you do. Uh, we had a nice little montage in the announcement yeah, celebrating. Those were good pictures, actually. No. I'm not great at taking photos, but those were we some were, good photos. You mean a lot to, to, to my kids. You're an amazing role model, like the things you do in drama, esports, Rubik's mm-hmm. Cube, uh, ARC, I mean, yeah. you, band. I mean, you do a little everything. Yeah. And uh, uh, I feel like our listeners are better people just when you come on the podcast and 
and have that student voice there. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one more thing I wanted to ask you. Yes. Do you know the way? Wakanda Knuckles. Wakanda <laughs> Knuckles? Something like that? Yes, I do know the way. <laughs> no, I lost my train of thought there. Now, <laughs> now, I heard a rumor. Is someone coming to your house to sleep over tonight and bringing a TV and an yes! Xbox? Yes, okay. Yeah, is I'm that, excited about this one. I read that on the dark web. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> excited. Yeah, you probably got that off the black market. <laughs> someone leaked that. Um, yeah, I'm so excited because you can't play split screen on ARC, which is too people playing at the same time so the the ability to have two people playing at the same time is going to be huge for taming good dinos tonight and we're going to get some serious stuff done because we can have multiple hands doing multiple things all right that's square this is gonna be fun all right he's a, he's a little nervous about our wi-fi but no i think wi-fi is gonna stand strong all right all right people download arc it's going up to thirty dollars play on your platform and not PS4 though. Please not PS4. Okay. Don't, PS4. All right. don't don't do PS4. It's horrible. Upgrade your Wi-Fi. You know you got you got you got to have that that broadband, the Gigablast, yeah. whatever you're running. Mm-hmm. What what's Wi-Fi do you have? We use Cox, and actually it's really good. I really enjoy it because I've had perfect frame rates and perfect ping, which is ping is I don't really know what it stands for again, but it's um, the lower the ping, the better the frame rates you get. And the refresh rate, so the faster your game plays. And I think that our Wi-Fi will be able to handle another Xbox. I love it. I love it. Escape rooms, your new package uh, on the Xbox you're going to buy. And somebody bringing a TV and an Xbox to a sleepover. All right. Well, Sam, I cannot get over how much I enjoyed this podcast. And just kind of seeing that twinkle in your eye as you you talked about these different things. and, And as parents... Get involved. Play with your kids. Enjoy this game. It, it is it is going to be around for a while. This is not going to be canceled for a bit. And as we always say, if you can be anything in the world, be kind and keep changing the world. If you loved hearing stories about ARC, follow us on Twitter. You're going to be able to see videos of Sam in action as he's going back and forth with his, his crew. Maybe there's a mutiny. Did he escape this week? The only way to find out is to follow us on Twitter. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Every Tuesday, the latest episode of the Nailed It Wall will go right to your phone. You can find me, as always, at Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And me at a positive proton. And you can find me at my house. <laughs> Playing ARC. <laughs>